Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and we have Shyler all the way in Florida. Hi! <laughs> so she, she sounds like a little different because, well, she's, she's soaking up the sun. That's why she sounds a little different. <laughs> Warmer climate, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, we are recapping, discussing some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week of October 30th, 2023. So uh, Matthew Perry, obviously, we talked about it in our last podcast, passed away suddenly at the age of 54 from an apparent drowning at his home in L.A. Um, the, the toxicology reports didn't, it was set as deferred, meaning that they had to do a toxicology report, which is going to take some time, but there's been some reports that uh, one of the medications that Perry was support or allegedly on uh, because he had, you know, battling at, you know, anti-depression, anti-anxiety meds, um, COPD meds were found. Um, but there was one medication allegedly found that he was on that apparently one of the side effects is that um, if you're in like a hot tub, you can, you can suffer some like basically fatal effects. And oh, there was one report, I think it was on Inside Edition, that found that one of the side effects is you really shouldn't be taking this and be in like a hot tub. Um, so, again, that's not a confirmed uh, reason as to why he died, but that was one of the things being floated around. Yeah, that's curious. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, Perry would la was laid to rest on Friday at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in L.A. And, of course, all his friends' co-stars were there, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer. It didn't last very long. A source tells people that it started at 3 o'clock Pacific time and ended by 5 o'clock Pacific time. So very private um, and was laid to rest. And we had talked about this again in our previous episode, but the Friends cast, released a statement to people, a joint statement regarding Matthew's death. And they said, quote, we are all so utterly devastated by the loss of Matthew. We were more than just castmates. We are a family. There's so much more to say, but right now we're taking a moment to grieve and process this unfathomable, unfathomable loss. They added that in time, we will say more as and when we are able. For now, our thoughts and our love are with Matthew's family, his friends, and everyone who loved him around the world. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that as they do press for different things and down the road, I'm sure they're going to say a lot more about Matthew. Um, but yeah, obviously they were there for, for his last, you know, saying their last goodbyes as he was laid to rest on Friday. Um, now let's go on to some lighter news. Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, welcome to new son. Actually, have we, they we need... released the name yet? They have, they have, and uh, Rocky 13, yes, Rocky 13, Barker. yes, Rocky 13 Barker is yeah, the these, name of their son. These Hollywood people and their name and their babies, like Rocky, totally legit name 13. Yeah, it's like it's like Stranger Things, like 11. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. That's weird. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Good yeah. on them. Yeah. So TMZ first reported it. It looks like she gave birth sometime last week. They're not really sure when because they spotted Travis and also Kylie Jenner outside the hospital. And so they knew that she was due at some point. Um, but yeah, but Travis confirmed the name 
earlier last week. But uh, yeah, so they welcomed their baby boy. And we knew that it was kind of, it wasn't an easy pregnancy too. I mean, she had to have some emergency surgery. Barker had to leave the European tour with Blink-182 to be home for it. Um, so thankfully everything went fine. Yeah. And obviously they, they welcomed a, a, a healthy baby boy. So yeah, Rocky 13 Barker is the name. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, moving on to um, another piece of news. We've, we've talked about this in a previous episode as well. Russell Brand, if you remember, uh, it was back in September, there was a joint investigation through like the, the UK Times, the Sunday Times. There was a UK show called Dispatches that revealed uh, five women claimed that Russell Brand sexually assaulted them between 2006 and 2013. Brand since denied those, but a new one has come about uh, just last week. She, she's an unnamed actress. She just went by Jane Doe, but she claims that she was sexually assaulted by Brand while working on the 2011 movie Arthur. In the lawsuit, which she filed in New York, she claims that Brand fully exposed himself to the crew and cast smell of alcohol was allegedly seen carrying a bottle of vodka at one point he had followed her into the bathroom that's where she uh was assaulted by allegedly assaulted by brand now no one has commented on this obviously as this was just filed late last week in new york um it's becoming more and more apparent that more and more people are coming out and uh, look brand had hit had to cancel his uh, he was doing a tour also, YouTube has dropped him as far as his videos, um, so he can't make money off his videos that he publishes on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, 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 it's not looking good for Russell Brand at this point. No, it is not. He's just had yeah. so many people come forward. I'm still waiting for Katy Perry. I want Katy Perry to come forth and say, yeah, yes, or no, or whatever. Right. Or, I don't, you know, I can't speak on these women's experiences, but here's mine. Give us the tea. She is keeping it. And I know, I know she's got information, inside information I want to know, because I'm nosy. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and this was during that time that he and Katie were married. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I know a lot of people are wanting Katie to come forward. And maybe Katie's just, maybe her camp is like, hang on, there's going to be a time. Or just, unless we're going to be subpoena, don't say anything. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, yeah, we a lot of people kind of obviously want to know from Katie because she would be the closest source that we would know of that could either confirm or you know, possibly deny these. Um, but yeah, more and more women are coming forward against Russell Brand. And it's again between that time of 2006 and 2013. Yeah. So we'll we'll be following that one. Um some relationship type news. Sophie Turner as you know going through that divorce with Joe Jonas and they 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 reached a an agreement with their kids, a temporary agreement with their kids. Um but Sophie Turner was caught by the uh, Sun UK kissing UK aristocrat Perry Pearson in Paris. Say that five times fast <laughs> uh, on Saturday, October 28th. Um, a witness said they arrived together uh, at, a, at a location outside of a station, I guess. And um, 
they were chatting, laughing a lot, and then they were photographed uh, with a kiss. They parted ways. They get they reunited again to reveal or unveil the Rugby World Cup trophy in Paris. So outside of that, we really don't know where the relationship stands. But Sophie uh, seems to be kind of moving on from from Joe Jonas right now. Well, I mean, good for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, why not? Um, also, another rumor came about Selena Gomez allegedly is concerned about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. So a source told Page Six that, look, she she's not not happy for Taylor and Travis. She's obviously, you know, glad they're in a relationship. However, she thinks that Taylor might be moving a little too fast. And she said that some of the aspects of the relationship are, quote, alarming. Um, because in the past, Taylor's been kind of private, especially with with her previous uh, relationship with the, with Joe. And um, he didn't really see much of them. And then just all of a sudden, hey, we're not together anymore. And now with Travis Kelsey, I mean, look, there were rumors swirling since July when Travis first let, let it slip that, hey, I threw I went to see her. I threw a friendship bracelet at her or toward her with my number and the balls in her court. And it's been since July that there's kind of been these rumors between Travis and Taylor. And then just within the last month, Taylor pretty much made it official because she showed up at the Kansas City game and she's been showing up at Kansas City games ever since. Basically, yeah. and of course, you know, the, the photos of the two, you know, with some, you know, kind of holding each other, some kissing, being at dinner, after party, wherever, wherever there are after games. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty official. But I guess the source tells page six that, you know, looks Selena thinks that is very unlike her and kind of being very public about it just makes it seem like that it's eh, not quite like her. Maybe she's moving a little too too fast. Um, a source said that Gomez turned down invitations to Kansas City, Kansas City games because she, quote, just doesn't want to be part of the media frenzy because it's really chaotic. Now, with that being said, we're going to get into another story later on. That's going to be our WASP story. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, look, yeah, Taylor is a very private person, and, and you've said it before, Shyler, on multiple episodes of our previous of, of our of our podcast <laughs> that Taylor will let you see what you want to see when she wants you to see it. And yes. apparently according to Taylor, we're we're ready to see it. And we are regarding her and Travis Kelsey. Well and the thing is like I don't know if I trust this leaked story from Selena Gomez. Because yeah. number one, it's unlike her to speak out on stuff like this. Number one. Number mm -hmm. two it's 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 weird that she would be like concerned about Taylor moving to like you you just are happy for your friends when your friends are in love you're happy for them you know what I mean like you're not trying to find ways that it's going to go wrong or try to discredit what's going on she's always been a girl's girl very supportive of Taylor very supportive friend so why would she come out and especially in this kind of relationship where everything seems to be amazing yeah like taylor and travis are like they they just seem like they are so stupidly in love so why would your like why would your friend make a statement speaking out saying that 
they're moving too fast. Right. Yeah. And what's what's too, what's fast about it? I mean, they haven't like moved in together. They've been spending time together. She goes to his mm-hmm. games. Like it's just a normal relationship. I don't know if I believe this interview or this right. this leak story. Yeah, and that's why I'm a little skeptical of it too because you're right. I mean, look, Taylor, yes, has been private in the past with her relationships, you know, especially Joe Alwyn. Um, but Joe Alwyn, not as a public name, no offense to Joe Alwyn, as Travis Kelsey. Yes. Travis Kelsey is seen pretty much every Sunday from beginning of football season to end of football season and you know, a little bit in between. But yes, he's got his podcast. Like he's he's got his podcast. Right. He's a pretty public person. And like we said before, look, we did not know for sure until Taylor made it official when she attended that Kansas City game in October. You know what my prediction is regarding this relationship? (laughs) My prediction is, and I think that maybe this story got leaked to discredit my my prediction my prediction is that they've actually been together this whole time oh i agree ever since july they've been together yes and And this is this is the hard launch but they've been together talking whatever yeah for months now i mean yeah especially this obviously it's not like really the most high profile relationship taylor swift has ever had you know obviously she's had a relation she's dated joe jonas before um well and like we've talked before about taylor's pr agent tree yes like i think i think that they've been dating since before travis kelsey mentioned that he wanted to give her the friendship bracelet at her show at arrowhead okay i think they had been talking before i think something was already in the works Mm -hmm. and tree put it into motion I think that this was a plan to make him the all-American good old boy, fell in love, you know, just just an admirer of Taylor. And because there's that clip of Taylor years ago saying that there's been no guy that has done this grand gesture to get her attention. He, if if anybody shows her any kind of interest, she's like, oh, my God, I love you. But yeah. this grand gesture of I want to give her my a, a friendship bracelet with my phone number on it was like – that was the hard launch. The hard oh, launch was him yeah. saying that on the podcast, but they'd already been talking. That's my my prediction is that all of this that we have seen has been carefully orchestrated right. by their PR teams. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And look, Travis being in the NFL knows how the game is played. Yes. He gets it. And obviously Taylor Swift's been doing it for a while too she understands she knows she gets it she's learned and yeah to to carefully orchestrate this to don't worry we're gonna make it public but there's a way about going about it and they get it they're like yeah okay cool whatever i'll i'll say whatever you want me or not want me to say i can play dumb or be coy or yeah confirm or whatever it is exactly yeah so, so I don't, so it, no feeling, having that instinct, that gut feeling that this has been going on for <laughs> several months makes, makes this, this leaked statement from Selena Gomez feel even more forced or yeah, wrong. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's just unlike Selena to make comments about stuff like that. Right. Yeah. She doesn't really 
comment on those types of things or relationships, even though there's there's always I feel like every other month there's Selena having to deny that she's in a feud with somebody. Yes, um, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I I agree. I, I I don't put a lot of stock into that into that report. Um, speaking of Selena, you're not going to see her on social media for a while. Uh, she reported in a statement on her Instagram story on Monday, October 30th, saying, quote, I've been taking a break from social media because my heart breaks to see all of the horror, hate, violence and terror that's going on in the world. She's referring to the uh, current uh, war going on with uh, Israel and Hamas. Um, people being tortured and killed or any act of hate towards any one group is horrific. Need to protect all people, especially children, and stop the violence for good. She added, quote, I'm sorry if my words will never be enough for anyone or a hashtag. I just can't stand by innocent people getting hurt. That's what makes me sick. I wish I could change the world, but a post won't. Love, Selena. Um, I, I think there was people, there was a comment that she made or, or something regarding the war in Israel right now um, that people, I guess, didn't really see eye to eye with. And that's why pretty much Selena's just going to take another break. Um, yeah. I mean, look, there, there is a lot to, there, there is a lot going on over there. There is, um, it's a horrible situation. And yeah, I mean, for one celebrity to say something, yeah. Is it going to change anything? Probably not. Um, I, I, I well, guess if you don't if you don't know much about what's going on, then don't say anything. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't understand why we feel like celebrities need to comment on worldly issues if they really don't know the whole story. Look, they're they have they have they have social media following. Do they have the power to end war? Probably not. People are gonna Big. groups are gonna fight because they're gonna fight for you know what whatever is going on. And Selena Gomez, she can be the one person that's going to end it. No, exactly. Well, and the problem is, like, it's a very delicate situation. It is anyway. So right. making it, comments when you're not informed is reckless. Yes. So she. And for, I mean, and yeah, you're and right. For, Celebrities don't have the power to end wars. I mean, yes, they have influence. They they have power in in a sense to get of, of awareness, get the word out. But when right. it's a very delicate situation like this one is, uh, you, you, you really have to defer to the professionals right. know, who, I mean, who handle stuff like this. And yes. it's just not, you know, a, a, a beauty guru, an actress, a singer. It's not her responsibility. It's not her. I, I don't want it to be on her. No. You know I what mean, I mean? Look, like, yeah. I mean, look, it's a horrible situation, but yeah, I mean, for, for, Fans and such to call out certain celebrities on well, wh why aren't you saying something? It's like, well, like, yeah, it's a bad situation, but I mean, I'm not. I mean, unless you want me to go over there and grab my my weapons and such and go over there and fight, I mean, that's that's <laughs> what else you want me to do? Yeah. Well, and like speaking out about it, it's like I mean, we, we what do we need to speak out about? I mean, we. It, it, that it's wrong to to hurt people, to torture people, to kill people. Right. Uh, that's common knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Something I always thought that that was the the, the golden rule: <laughs> treat others how you want to be treated. It's like, uh, we don't go around like no one's out encouraging this. 
So it's like you're just adding to like the cauldron of voices that is saying the exact same thing. It's like she doesn't need right. to do anything. I guess people were frustrated because she has um, like she was an ambassador with uh, with UNICEF or something. So they think that she has more like political influence. I mean, we we can't deny that, you know. Our celebrities, we, we do we do lean on them and look to them for like their political opinions and such. But yeah, I mean, she she's worlds away. You know, she's not in, she's not over there, like trying to. Like, she's not right. the ambassador for Israel or Palestine. So what what is she supposed to do besides? Hey, war sucks. I'm praying right. for all of you. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like what yeah, it's like look, it's a, it's a horrible situation out there, and my you know obviously my thoughts are with everyone, and hope you know, and yeah. It, thoughts and prayers to, for, for the war to end. Um, that's like Gigi Hadid. I mean, she also, um, she really, she, she posted a statement on her Instagram page. This was, um, this was, a, this was a, like two or three weeks ago. And yeah, when the, the attack first happened. Yeah. And, and even the state of Israel said something, you know, called her out. Cause she said, she, she wrote in her Instagram story. This is Gigi Hadid. Quote, there is nothing Jewish about the Israeli government's treatment of Palestinians. Condemning the Israeli government is not anti-Semitic and supporting Palestinians is not supporting Hamas. And then the state of Israel wrote back, quote, have you been sleeping the past week or are you just fine turning a blind eye to Jewish babies being butchered in their homes? Your silence has been very clear about where you stand. We see you. It's like, wow. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah look. Again, for, for, I mean, sometimes I think celebrities feel they need to comment on certain things. But look, if you don't know quite exactly what is going on or, or why it transpired, you know what? Stay quiet. Don't say anything. Or once you get the full picture, you know, then you can say your piece. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... I, why celebrities sometimes feel they need to comment on worldly issues. I, eh. If you don't know the whole story, don't say anything. Just, you know yeah. what? Watch the news like we all do or read about it and then formulate your own opinion. Or release whatever or say whatever you have to say. Yeah, defer to your PR agent. <laughs> exactly. That's why you, that's why you have them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So. We've uh, talked about it in previous episodes. Britney Spears, her new memoir, The Woman in Me, has come out. Uh, it sold over one million copies in the U.S. already in the first week. Uh, Shiler is one of those one mil over one million that bought it. <laughs> and, I am. And you have, you have, on your flight, you read it. And so we <laughs> want to get your reaction, you know, your, your, your review, your takeaways. Tell us what. What did you find out? What did you learn? What did you, what shocked you from the woman in me? Okay. So first of all, I highly encourage everyone to read this book. It is devastating. There are bits and pieces that broke my heart. Like I was crying on the flight. So that was fun, but oh, it's, I do think it was very well written. I, I was, I was very impressed at that. And she really bears her soul. Like she really, like there is absolutely nothing like off the table with this. Mm -hmm. And I am looking forward to the second one that's going to cover 
more of like today's stuff because this yeah. was all very reflective. Um, she the, the biggest takeaways were uh, the fact that she felt like a like child robot. Like she used like that because like that exact phrase that she she felt like a child robot because she was still so young and controlled by her parents and the media of of how they wanted her to act and how they what music they wanted her to make. So she just kind of was going through the motions, but not really in control. And that when she shaved her head, it was her trying to regain some control. And mm-hmm. and of course that, you know, went back on her um she just has she just feels very much like a child like and that's why we see her like acting out on on social media that was like my takeaway from it is that the reason she acts so kind of bizarre at times on social media it's because she's still got like that weird rebellious teenage brain and she's trying to control her narrative that she's never been able to do she has a, still a terrible, like, tumultuous relationship and a lot of resentment against Jamie Lynn, her sister. Um, she uh, Same thing with her mom. I know that she's she did express that she wants to patch things up and wants to keep moving forward with both her mom and her sister. But, like, she was talking about how there were times where she was in, like, a rehab facility or, like a like, a mental health facility and her mom and sister would come and visit her and act like nothing was wrong. Just like, hey, how are you doing? We just wanted to come and visit you today, like, and just hang out with her. But she's in this facility against her will. Right. And they're not trying to help her get out or anything like that. In fact, Jamie Lynn is pitching ideas to her about, oh, we should do a movie together. Oh, what if we, what if we came up with this like talk show that we co-hosted together? And it's like, Jamie Lynn, read the room. Like yeah, she's exactly. locked up against her will and you're pitching business ideas to her. Get out. Like what is wrong with you? So I I'm not a Jamie Lynn fan. I never have been, but now mm-hmm. even more so, not at all. Yeah. Um and that those years that she was in the conservatorship performing in Vegas and doing all these all these things, it's because she wanted to be a mom. You know, she Right. They had said, like, you're not going to get your kids back. Like, you're never going to have custody of your kids unless you do what we say. So it's kind of like a hostage situation. Like, they held her kids from her and said, like, but if you do these things, then, yeah, we'll, we'll work with you to make sure you can see your kids, which is really gross. And, like, she, she only went along with all this because she thought that she would have a good relationship with her sons. Um when she was in one of those mental health facilities locked up against her will um, towards the end of 2018, when the free Britney movement really was a big thing, um, it kind of like had a weird effect on her because it gave her hope for the first time in, in a long time. She was like, Oh my God, like people know, people know my story. Like they know at least that I'm not, I'm not in control and they, they care. So it gave her hope, but you know, her dad was saying like, no, no, those people are wrong. Like there's something wrong with you. And he's like trying to gaslight her even more. Um, and it, and she only found out about the free Britney movement because of a nurse in that facility 
who had told her and showed her about it, which right. is really cool. Like really good on that nurse for saying like, hey, like we we love you. We support you. And there's a whole bunch of people who have your back. Um, but she also felt really like exposed with the Free Britney movement because it sparked all of these like documentaries and, you know, um, interviews with people. And she's like, I'm like, there's a childhood friend on one of these documentaries that, you know, that friend didn't call her and say, hey, uh, Netflix asked me to talk on this documentary or whatever. Is that okay with you? So they, they, she just did it. So she was like, well, I just kind of felt like exposed because like none of these people like talked to me or said it like, is this okay? Um, and of course we've heard about the Justin Timberlake stuff. That was really, really sad mm -hmm. to read, to read all of that. That was really, really sad. Um, but I think the biggest like takeaway that I took from the book is that the conservatorship really stole her love of making music and performing because she was forced to do it for so long that yeah. now, like, I mean, cause it was, it was a question in the book of, you know, you know, people ask me if I'm going to perform again, if I'm going to, you know, release new music and people, people are like, Oh, she's free. We want more music. Now, now we'll get a, a, a bang an album or something from her. And she's like, I've lost that fire. She doesn't even want to make music anymore, which is so sad, but maybe she'll get that spark down the road. Maybe. I mean, look, she released a new song with Will I Am. Uh, yeah. Just, just before the 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 memoir released. Um, but yeah, I, I look, I agree. I mean, look, when she says she was a robot, I mean, you look back and you're like, yeah. I mean, yeah. she, and we all pretty much knew it that you know it was, she was told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And, and I, and I can totally see that when you're forced to do something like that and you're forced to do it in a way that you don't want to do it and you've done it for so long, it's like, I, I don't, it, it's not really my passion. That's not, yeah. that's not really me. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, the, the, the memoir is, is kind of her first, I mean, really it is her first actual piece of, creative that we've gotten since the conservatorship has ended that has been Britney's words and so did did the book not to spoil it for everyone but did the book end pretty much with her and Sam Asghari before the divorce yeah there was yeah I that's okay. why I want I want there to be right. a a continuation because I want to know yeah. I, I would like to hear her side of things on because, right. you know, we had TMZ saying, oh, Britney beats Sam and all this other stuff. I would really like to to know <laughs> yeah. what what really transpired there. Yeah, because there were rumors and conspiracy theories that Sam had a girlfriend. Oh, this whole time, like the whole time he's he's had this girlfriend and that he was put in place by Jamie Lynn to be kind of her oh, keeper. Um, so it's a conspiracy theory. Can't yeah. buy into it, but. Yep. I, I would right. like to learn more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hear it from hear it from Brittany's mouth. Exactly. Um, and, and I think this has been very th therapeutic for her. And we've talked about this too, that she's been able to get all of it out because look, after the conservatorship ended, especially on social media, I mean, it was angry Brittany. I mean, yeah. she did not hold back on her dad, her family, any, you know, 
anyone in her past that she held, you know, a grudge against it, it all came out. And oh, yes. And once that kind of got through, then we got into, okay, so now we're just going to see Brittany, you know, because she's with Sam and okay, you know, she's doing all right. You know, then there was the the, the half naked Instagram post, which did, did she cover that in her book? You got to read it. Okay, I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> we're we're not gonna give away too much. We don't we don't want to spoil sales. So obviously, um, we've talked about that. Um, but yeah, it's it's been her way of being, kind of figuring out her, without anyone telling her how she has to be or or how she has to do it. This is how Brittany feels. This is how she should do it, and that's how she's gonna do it, and she's gonna you learn from it. It reminds me a lot of um, Michael Jackson, how Michael Jackson yeah. was kind of eccentric and and weird or whatever. And and it's and, and, and immature in a way, because it's mm-hmm. like he didn't really get to grow up the way you should. Right. And and I, I it's very reminiscent of she's eccentric and weird or whatever. But I think it's because. She of that know. it's that yeah, yeah I mean, it's that similar never a, yeah never had a normal way of growing up and doesn't doesn't really know and kind of figuring all out now i mean yeah most of us have it pretty much figured out but but like you said like michael jackson britney spears don't quite have it figured out yet yeah um well that, that is really cool well i'm glad you read the book um are you gonna read it again I am actually now that I've I've read it I'm I'm I've done some uh, like deep dives on other people's takes so I know like what I want to learn what I want to reread and maybe through a different like lens you know what I mean because mm-hmm. to me it's like I grew up in in the Britney era where you know looking at her and Justin Timberlake and just being like oh my god like that that is it they've made it and the media portrayed that relationship to just be like the most perfect union that, you know, you could have ever imagined. And it, and it wasn't. Yeah. And, and it's so frustrating because I mean, as a kid or like as a, and as an impressionable young woman that I was to, to find out that that relationship was all BS Mm -hmm. and as a, as a 30 year old woman, it's like, man, like, I wish I could go back and tell my younger self, like, don't, don't believe it. Like, it's not what it looks like. And that's okay because that's how relationships are. But like the media force feeds you all these things and you're like, oh, this is how a relationship should be. And you don't realize that it's so toxic and terrible and their relationship was toxic and terrible, but she was so in love with him. It's, it's, yeah, it's devastating. It, that one, that, yeah, the, the story is about her interviews and, um, with Justin Timberlake or her relationship with Justin Timberlake, that really, that stood out the most to me. Yeah. Well, and that's a relationship, you know, we all remember of Britney. I mean, yes. yeah, there was, there was K-Fed and there was Jason Alexander, but the one we all really remember is Justin Timberlake. And yes. look, it's a lot of pressure on Justin now too, especially since this has all come out. Um, I mean, at some point he's going to have to respond about it. I mean, cause look, People are going to ask and he's going to have to either own it or say his, look, we, 
it's been well over 20 years. Yeah. Well, um, didn't Jessica Beale make a statement saying like to leave him alone? Yeah. I mean, look, she's obviously she knows just inside of it and what all I'm sure transpired. And, you know, she's going to hear Britney's side of it. And look, look, Justin has moved on. This is way of Britney's way of moving on. Um, obviously, Justin's moved on a lot sooner than Britney did, but there was reasons for that. And so, yeah, I mean, look, everybody's going to move on. And, you know, Britney said, too, that the, this memoir is not to, you know, bring people down or, or destroy anyone. It's just her story. Yeah, that's, that's the whole. I mean, that's I mean, what happened happened. Can't change history. So. What are you going to do? And it, with with her and Justin, they were young. And they were at the height of their careers. And yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, go read the book. <laughs> yeah, I so, enjoyed it. Good. Well, that's glad. I'm it's glad an emotional read, so keep that in mind. It's a little right. emotional at times. Okay. All right. Finishing up with our WA story, we were, said we we're going to come back to Selena Gomez, and we are. Uh, Taylor Swift had a big night out here <laughs> just just over the weekend. Uh, People Magazine had a photo of. Taylor Swift out with her gal pals, Sophie Turner, Selena Gomez, Gigi Hadid, Cara Delevingne, also uh, Brittany Mahomes joining Taylor's crew too, as they all went to a, uh, this is in New York. Is that right? Yeah, they were out in New York. And uh, so she didn't go to Germany for the chiefs game. Um, I was curious if she was going to do that, but she's getting ready to start her tour back up again this week in Argentina. So she had one last hurrah with her gal pals over the weekend. And I just, I just thought it was like, what? Like, th that's why it's the what story. Because I'm like, I know that she watches the games with with Brittany, Brittany Mahomes. But mm -hmm. I didn't realize that they were like besties. Because she, the, the photo, one of the photos that I had seen, she's linked arms with Selena Gomez, which normally she does. Like, that's her right hand. That's her bestie. She's linked right. arms with, with Selena. But she is holding hands with Britney. So yeah. she is very much like on the like redemption. Like Britney Mahomes is, I don't know if you know this, but is pretty like universally hated. Like, I don't know what it is. Like people love Patrick Mahomes. So of course his wife, like they like to dog her and they don't think that she's good enough or whatever, but she is a, a power in herself. And I really like that she's getting this kind of superstar treatment from Taylor because like Brittany, she's a good girl. Like she's, you know, they've been together since high school and mm -hmm. she supported him through everything. And yeah, I just, I love that she, that Taylor included her in her night out and they looked amazing. Their outfits were so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure Taylor, you know, picked up the bill. Um, I, well, I, you know, I, I'm just, I think I'm just Taylor, saying, you know, I, Hey, I made, I made like over $2 billion this year. I got this one girls. I think Taylor might have hooked her up with a stylist as well. Now I'm, I'm looking at one of the photos of that uh, people magazine has. Um, and it shows them, looks like they're walking out of the restaurant. Yeah, you're right. There's, there's Brittany holding uh, Taylor's hand. Uh, Brittany's got like this blue jumpsuit looking thing on with a white jacket. Taylor, white shoes, black boots, white like purse. a, 
yeah, Brittany or uh, Taylor's got the black shirt, like a like a gray plaid mini skirt with boots. Selena Gomez has like this tan colored looking dress. Uh, then you see uh, uh, Sophie Turner behind her in like a blue plaid blazer. Uh, I think Gigi Hadid's at the top in all black. I, or is that Kara? I can't tell. The, the photo's kind of like small and. Oh no, here's Kara. Kara's got on like these jeans with like leather chaps, maybe, and a, <laughs> and a leather jacket and like this plaid colored hat, like checkered colored hat. Yeah. So I think I think that's Gigi in the back in all black. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, when Taylor goes, I mean, she goes out big. She's like, Hey, I'm going to be out of country. Let's have one last girls night. Okay. Yeah. And, no kidding. Yeah. It was crazy. I hope they had an amazing time. Cause it, it looked like it at least. Yeah. It, yeah, it did. And you're right. Yeah. Taylor's going to kick off the, you said the European part of her tour. South American. South American tour, that's right. Yeah, yeah she's in Argentina yeah. on Thursday. Woo! There we Era's go. Era's tour is back into full swing. <laughs> Let's see how this relationship shapes out now. Yeah, it's going to be curious to see if if they can make right. it work. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't think I don't think Kansas City. Because I mean, the, the these NFL teams only go, I think, across seas one time. Uh, when they do it during the season. And I don't think Kansas City is going to be going across the seas anymore this season. No. Um, so, I mean, if, if Taylor were in Germany on a tour, I'm sure she would have went to the game. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't see her f flying to Germany, watch game, go to Argentina. She, yeah, yeah. would have one night out with, with, the, with the girls before. Because, I, I mean, that's that's kind of been Taylor's thing is it's, it's she's got her her gal pals. And she's stood by them. They've stood by her. And so, especially, you know, with Sophie going through her divorce with Joe Jonas, probably a good thing for her. Yeah. Can't take your mind off of it. Um, so, yeah. There you go. Girls night out with Taylor Swift. I'm waiting for my invitation. Uh, it, probably after the heiress tour. <laughs> you know, get it to you. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast as we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week. You can always listen to previous episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscri uh, subscribe, too, as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week.